And welcome back to this week's episode of Small Scale Life. This week, we're going to talk about big, huge, green tomatoes. And then followed up by listing off my favorite plants that start with the letter T. Because after all, my name starts with the letter T. I sound like a dumbass all the time, so. Yes. Yes. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Dahmers. Well, did you like that intro? That is a little um, meme magic. So taking a meme and making it into a reality uh, from a chat group that uh, my son operates. And I'm glad you guys are listening. I hope you guys got a big hoot out of that. It's something when your humble correspondent, your humble host becomes a meme. I mean, who doesn't want that, right? Um, maybe I don't. I don't know. I'll have to think about that a little bit. But uh, welcome to Small Scale Life Podcast, everybody. We're just doing a little meme magic here to start off the show, and you got to love it. Uh, looking around, July is over. Welcome to August. And we are truly going to talk about big, bushy tomato plants today. So if you have a garden and you're growing tomatoes, and t- and we're going to st- talk about plants with the letter T. So boom, both of those things are coming into reality right there. You boys called it. So you probably have some big, bushy plants that are overcrowding your garden space. This is particularly true if you have a cherry tomato plants in your gardens. They tend to get very big and very bushy. They just kind of take over everything. They're kind of like squash and zucchini. They just dominate and shade everything. In our small small gardens, I'm here to grow produce, not leaves and branches. I cannot eat those. I can't eat a leaf. One way to increase your tomato production is by pruning tomato plants. In this episode, I'm going to discuss how I prune tomatoes to improve the health of your plants and to grow more tomatoes. And that's really what we're doing here. We're trying to grow more tomatoes, not all the foliage, right? So buckle up, Buttercup, because we're going to talk about aggressively pruning those plants. Before we begin with this episode, since we have a ton ton of new listeners on small scale life podcast thank you very much looking at the analytics i can't believe how many of you are out there but before we begin this episode in case you're new to our podcast and blog small scale life is about a little simple living a little urban homesteading and gardening and a lot of adventures along the way we truly do appreciate that you're taking the time to listen to this podcast look at our articles watch our videos hit our instagram Thank you so much. It is so cool. There are a lot of podcasts and blogs out there. There's a ton. Everybody's got a podcast and a blog, right? And we're always humbled that you choose to spend your precious time, your most valuable resource here at Small Scale Life. We hope that you're always learning, doing, and growing here at Small Scale Life. And we'll try to make it interesting, make you smile, and do a couple things that'll just kind of catch your interest. So thank you very much for being here. Now, some of you have asked me how you can support our efforts here at Small Scale Life. I have to tell you, we've been putting some things in place to offer you services and products that will benefit, that will be a benefit for you and your homestead. We've been doing that in July. We've had a very, we've been very busy in July. We weren't a lot of podcasts. This is true. We're going to hit it hard in August. Uh, Julie and I put together an Amazon affiliate, so we are an Amazon affiliate now. We've also put together an online store at kit.com slash life. The link is in the show notes, but it's kit.com slash life. At kit.com slash life, we're going to collect different products and services that we use, we like, and we recommend. I've already started adding some products and services there, so go check that out. 
I kind of view it as a general store that directly is connected to Amazon or some of our other affiliates. If you have recommendations, products, or services to add to our kit.com store, our little online general store, send me a message or go to the contact us page on smallscalelife.com. Of course, we'll have some of our own products in the future. I don't know what those will be, but we will have them. So get used to going to kit.com slash smallscalelife. And as a preview, for you lifers out there, I'll be rolling out a big new affiliate in a separate post, so stay tuned. Of course, you might want to swing over to kit.com slash smallscalelife to get a preview of what that is. And it is super cool, really important considering the time of year you're in, what's going to be happening in our garden, what's going to be happening at the farmer's market, and where we're going uh, in the future. So take a look at that. Swing over to kit.com slash smallscalelife, and you'll get access to that and uh, see what this new affiliate is a little early wink nudge so thanks again for listening to small scale life and making us part of your day we are so excited for august there is going to be a lot going on we're going to get consistent persistent and we're going to be doing a lot of stuff so now with all that out of the way it's time to get on with get on with it on this episode of the small scale life podcast so in this episode, we're going to talk about how to prune tomatoes to improve production and plant health. So in today's show, it's really timely. Uh, in the Small Scale Life Facebook group this week, our friend and new gardener Alex in Illinois has a great question. She said, my tomatoes are so out of control and are completely shading my peppers. I have at least 10 peppers that have stopped growing, and those are my favorite. Can I cut back the tomatoes? Can I attempt transplanting, transplanting the peppers? At this rate, the peppers are not going to grow, so these are my only two options besides just pulling them. And that's Alex from Illinois. There's no need to pull the peppers. I think we can figure out a way to aggressively prune those tomatoes and get more sunlight to the peppers. And at the same time, when you prune those those tomatoes, you are going to stimulate fruit growth. You're going to stimulate the plants and tell them, hey, and the plants will say, hey, I need to put out more peppers. It's, you know, I'm losing limbs. It's time to propagate. So this is a good thing. It's going to be great. It's going to be great and wonderful and bigly and your, your big, huge plants will get bring it brought back into shape here. So let's do it. So be advised by aggressively pruning, you will get to more tomatoes from your plants. But I think you can handle it, right? We've got to make salsa. We've got to make sauce. There's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to be happening, like I said earlier in the show, in the shoe. So I think you can handle, you know, pruning these tomatoes a little bit. So let's talk about it. Where do we begin with all this? So again, the first thing you really need to do is take a deep breath and pre- prepare yourself mentally. Pruning might make you nervous if you've never done it before, but don't worry. It's like giving the tomato plant a haircut. The plant will grow more fruit, and it will grow more branches and leaves. This is an ongoing process. It's not terrible unless you have a big, massive cherry plant that's just gotten out of control. It can get that can get a little much. But um, you know, pruning, like I said, pruning will signal to the plant that it needs to produce more buds and thicken the stem. At the same time, all of those leaves and branches are taking energy from the plant. All that foliage is taking away energy from the plant and taking it away from your fruit. And removing them allows the plant to use that energy for tomato production. And that's really why we're doing this whole effort, right? So the first thing you really need to do after you know deciding you're going to prune is just take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. The next you need to figure out your what kind of tomato plants you have, right? There's determinant versus indeterminate tomatoes. And now that I think I've convinced you that you should prune your plants, 
we need to figure out what you've got in the ground. Is it determinate or is it indeterminate? And what does that mean? So determinate tomato plants are your bush type varieties. They're great in container or small garden. You don't want to prune these plants, right? The reason is the determinate tomato plants produce tomatoes all at once and at the same time. If you trim determinate plants, you might be sacrificing tomatoes. And who wants to lose tomatoes like that, right? So with determinate tomato plants, just let them be, let them grow. And these, a lot of folks have them in containers on their uh, on their decks, or in their driveways, or or on their patios. Um, they're really nice plants. They do really well. So just leave those be. Uh, don't don't prune those. <laughs> the ones you want to prune are the indeterminate tomato plants. These produce fruit all season long. Indeterminate just does it all at once. Indeterminate does it all season long until the frost. And they tend to be more vine like. And you want to prune these plants, right? You want to prune these plants. Pruning keeps the plant healthy and focuses all the energy into the fruit. So that's a real big benefit there. Um, and again, I just always emphasize that we're doing this gardening thing to grow produce, not to grow big bushy plants with small or no harvest. And I, you just can't eat the leaves. You just can't. Not on these plants anyway. These are nightshades. You don't want to do that. So you figure out what you got. I mean, cherry tomatoes, Roma tomatoes, paste tomatoes, these tend to be indeterminate tomatoes. And uh, um, these ones you want to, pr- you do want to, um, you want to prune. And uh, the bush being uh, the bush tomatoes and those you don't. Okay, does that clarify things? And maybe you remember back to what kind of plant you bought, you know, back in the in the spring, or if you planted, you know what kind of seeds you put in the ground. So you'll be able to figure out that way. Okay, so always always know that in the spring. What kind of is it indeterminate? Is it determinate? And that's gonna that's gonna weigh in like now later in the season when it's time to prune. So let's talk about the three steps to pruning. So what are we going to prune, right? Um, productive tomato plants begin to sprout all kinds of branches off the main stem. And if you look up and down the main stem, you'll see them. There are branches that hang low and touch the soil. There are other branches that sprout on top of other branches. Some of these plants can get out of control and crowd out of their plants like Alex's problem unless you prune them back. So obviously, you don't want to cut or break the main stem. I mean, that is where your growing tip is. You know, life is not over if you happen to break it, but um, don't cut or break the main stem. It's never happened to me, okay? (laughs) Yeah, it did. It did once. Some people do cut the growing tip off. Uh, That's the very top of your tomato, and that will halt growth there. So then it will fill in uh, below the growing tip. But if you leave that growing tip grow and you do this pruning, these plants will get tall. They will channel that energy upward. So uh, the growing tip is the very top of your tomato plant. All right, so what are we looking for? We're looking for specific branches called suckers and side stems. And I'm going to walk you through how I prune my tomato plants in three steps. Step one is find and remove the suckers. And we'll talk about what the suckers are. Number two, remove the side stems. And step number three, remove leaves beyond the tomato flowers. Again, I've got pictures if you're wondering about this. Head over to smallscalelife.com. Look for this article, the show notes. There's pictures in there, and <laughs> yeah, I've tried to make it really easy. I did get some comments about showing, actually cutting some suckers, so I might do a third video on this subject just showing you what some of these things are. So, all right, this sounds easy, right? Well, let's go into more detail on each step. So step one is find and remove the suckers. What are suckers? Suckers are branches that grow in the armpit 
or V formed between the main stem and the branch. I don't know if you've ever looked at a tomato plant and how they grow. You'll have the main stem, you'll have branches coming off of it. And then in the armpit, where those branches come out, you'll see little new branches starting to form right there. That is the sucker. Indeterminate tomato plants have them. Depending on the variety, you could have a project on your hands. What do I mean by that? If you have cherry tomatoes, and I do, they get big, really big, and they produce a lot of tomatoes. But they also produce a lot of suckers. So I have a high priority on pruning these particular plants. I have three of them, and they have suckers all over the place. So as soon as you get done removing the suckers, it's like, boom, we have a bunch of new ones. And it just is a continual battle with these guys. But they're great plants. They do really well, and uh, you just... You have to be on top of them or they will get away from you. So again, these suckers take energy from the fruit and result in smaller tomatoes. So I really focus on step one. I really look for those suckers. I really try to remove those things. And they do keep coming back. So keep inspecting and pruning your indeterminate plant all season. It's just an all season long thing. And again... I had some comments, uh, some folks in small town homestead and around the net have said, well, you didn't actually show the sucker and you pruning a sucker. So I'm going to make another video just showing you exactly what the sucker is and how I remove it. I know know I've got some bigger ones out there. I've been gone for a few days. I know I've got a couple more to prune. So I'll, I'll take another video and I'll show you exactly what the sucker is and how I remove it. So... Stay tuned for that. I'll have a link in the show notes for that. So uh, head over to smallscalelife.com and look there. There's a lot of pictures. There's a lot of stuff on that. So anyway, back back to the article. So you can remove older, more mature suckers and actually grow them and make new tomato plants out of them. So you got to remember the main stem or a branch of a tomato plant, if you look at it, it's got all those little hairs on it. Those are actually roots. So if you have a big enough sucker... You can remove it, remove the lower uh, branches, the side stems. We'll get to that in a second. Remove the lower branches and actually pot that. You can you can grow a new tomato plant. You can clone, uh, essentially, from that sucker. Put it in the ground and it will grow and it'll produce tomatoes. So I've got a couple of those going right now. I had uh, removed a couple suckers and put them in water for a couple days. Got those roots starting to go and then I dropped them into soil in my beans and they are growing and they've got buds. So it works. It really does. But we'll actually have a future post on that just showing you how that works. Okay. All right. Step two, remove the side stems. So what are side stems? Side stems are low hanging branches that come off the main stem and have leaves that droop onto the ground. They're the lowest leaves of the plant of your tomato plant. And these branches do not bear fruit. But they are the conveyor of all things nasty. Insects, fungus, slugs, disease, and bacteria. The, um, all of that jumps, gets onto these leaves, these low-hanging leaves, the ones that are laying on the ground. And that's how you get blight. Water splashes onto the leaves during rainstorms or watering. That's why we never water from the top down. We keep it low and slow. The fungus, disease, bacteria, that stuff pops up, molds pop up and get on those lower leaves, and suddenly you have blight. So have you ever noticed, and maybe you've never had it before, but uh, septoria leaf spot is a bad one. And have you ever noticed how it starts low on the tomato plant and kind of works its way up towards the growing tip? You know, if you get blight on your tomatoes, there's a good chance that mold or virus infected your plants from the side stems. Those low-hanging branches that are just a conveyor belt for all that junk. 
You don't want that on your tomato plant. So get rid of those things. They serve no purpose. You've got a lot of other, bran- lot of other branches and leaves. You don't need those. They're just going to mess up your plant. So get rid of them. So keeping side stems in check will allow the tomato to grow strong, thick stem, and focus energy in the fruit, just like removing the suckers. And keeping those leaves off the ground has additional benefits. One, you can inspect the tomato stems and tomatoes near the base of the plant. Two, it helps you water the plants by keeping the water low and slow, like I talked about, right? You're not going to be splashing up molds and spores and bacteria onto your plant, so that's great. And then three, um, when you fertilize or mulch, you can do that without getting any foliage in the way. You can get at the main stem. So I think that's pretty positive benefits. I I go after the tomatoes, especially the side stems. I aggressively prune those things. I just... I don't want any blight getting onto my plants. It's hard enough growing this stuff. I don't need blight to to mess them all up. I remove the side stems from the base of the plant up to the first fruit. You know, you get a good foot or so where you remove all those branches. And in uh, this year, just because I was in a mood to, to chop, <laughs> chop and drop, I went a little higher on those. And uh, I went actually a couple branches above the fruit just to clear that out and uh, catch up on my pruning. So, um... Yeah, I aggressively prune pretty hard. And if you look at greenhouses, they do the same thing. They are not in in the business of growing big bushy tomatoes. They want tomatoes for their businesses. So they will they will aggressively prune like this. Look at Curtis Stone and his uh, greenhouses or look at commercial greenhouses nearby. They are aggressively pruning. And uh, you know, I have not had the blight issues that my brother and my mom have had. And they use my seedlings every year, but they've got Septoria leaf, leaf spot before. And I really think that aggressively pruning uh, those side stems is a reason I've escaped the blight or they haven't. Okay. So I really go after those things. And you got to remember too, the suckers, the side stems, the tomatoes keep producing those. So you'll, you'll clean them all up and come back in a week and a half or so. You'll have those little sprigs come popping out really near the base of the plant, near the soil. Get rid of those. Just, just keep those plants nice and trim. You don't want any leaves that are close to, the, close to the ground like that. So keep them all trimmed up, okay? That's really important. So step three is remove the leaves beyond the tomato flowers. So sometimes you'll find leaves growing beyond the tomato flowers. You'll look at your cluster of flowers and your small little tomatoes starting to grow. You'll look at the bees working them and stuff. And then you'll see these leaves that are branch or a leaf that's growing beyond the cluster. And you could leave these, but I take them off. I figure that the plant's only got so much energy. It's only got so much sugar. And it's pushing it into those leaves kind of bypassing the tomatoes i want it to concentrate on those tomatoes i want that plant to concentrate whatever it's got on those tomatoes so i take those off some people call those suckers i don't know maybe they are i'm not sure but uh while they're not a huge priority for me i I, when i see them i take them I, i remove them you know i just want the best tomatoes i can grow i've got a small space i don't want to be growing leaves Right. Okay. So I did um, to help with this process. I did put together a couple videos. I put together, I guess I call it a quick guide to prune tomatoes, and it's just less than two minutes. And uh, it shows it's just a reference video for yourself or your family and friends. Feel free to share it. It's on the YouTube channel and it's about two minutes long. And it just shows these three steps, pictures of each. And uh, feel free to look at it. It's in the show notes there. 
I did, like I said before, I did get some comments that they would like to, someone would like to see what a sucker is. I think the video, the longer video is a little too far away. They'd like to see me actually identifying a sucker and removing it. So I can do that. I'll put together a third video. Why not? It's good content for the YouTube channel, right? So uh, I will have that posted on this, uh, linked up to this article as well when it's ready. So how do I prune tomatoes? What tools of the trade do I have? Um, it really depends. <laughs> it depends what you're pruning, of course. So with the small suckers, you can really pinch them with your finger. So just like pinching some flat, you know, pinching your arm. You just grab it and you kind of squeeze and, and you take it off. Um, you know, kind of rock it back and forth until it snaps. You don't want to just... You don't want to get it to peel your plant, you know, like taking a vegetable peeler along it. You don't want that to happen because you can you can snap off your stem or your branches. And, you, you know, while we're into pruning, we don't want to really damage the plant. So just be careful. Rock it back and forth until it snaps. And uh, this is really good for young suckers that are really small and just emerging to a few inches long. You can just take them and get rid of them. So in some cases... Like in Alex's case or my case, you might have those bigger, more mature suckers. You can use a little more firepower, so to speak. You can use a clippers. Um, you can use a knife and cut the sucker at its base. Clippers are fantastic. Um, just don't cut the main stem, right? Don't do that, especially when you're dealing with an older, tougher, uh, thicker, mature sucker. Just take your time. Don't be in a hurry um, and take the clippers to them. You know, I would take your clippers and take out any side stems or branches with yellowing leaves that don't look so good and just, you know, snip them right right along the edge of that main stem. And uh, if you do have yellowing leaves or any leaves with yellow and brown spots on them or downy mildew, it looks like powdery cobwebs kind of on your leaves, disinfect your tools. You know, um, put them in some bleach, disinfect them between cuttings, between plants. You do not want to transfer any of that yuck to other plants. So you just don't want, you want to keep your plants healthy as long as possible. And these things, especially when they get really thick and don't allow air to flow through them, that's another benefit of pruning is you're allowing air to flow through and uh, letting these plants dry out. They're not, it's not like a big humid jungle, right? And that's how you get mildews and other viruses to, to, to pop up on your plants. So I use clippers. Jules got for my got me for my birthday last year. Love them. I use them for all kinds of things. Um, and again, uh, small scale life kit store. I have a link there, and you can check those out and get a, your own pair. But uh, once you get them, it's like, wow, how did I do anything without these? You can use these big clunky things or scissors, but get some clippers. They're really nice, you know, and they just make they make life a lot better. So. So, like I said, um, just kind of putting this all together, I was uh, I was trying to experiment this year. I wanted to see what was going to happen if I did not aggressively prune like I usually do. I just want to see what would happen. And kind of like last year, I had one plant in a tomato cage, and I just remembered how much I hated tomato cages. But, um, you know, with my no pruning experiment, I was just finding these plants had a lot of foliage and not a lot of tomatoes. And I did include a video it's a 12 minute video or so you can see see me work on these plants and uh you can see this one where there are stretches on this black cherry and the san marzano plants that have no tomatoes and i wasn't pruning though and it's, if you have ever grown san marzano you know they get some really nice clusters of tomatoes and same thing with cherry tomatoes i mean they, those things produce tomatoes like it's going out of style so i i was just surprised that there was like a foot long stretch of this plant or or more you know 14 inches of this plant 
where there's just no tomatoes. So that was an indication that experiment over, it's time to, to prune. And uh, I just wasn't expecting that. I thought, you know, letting them go uh, <clears throat> might might have more clusters. And uh, <laughs> after I saw that there was no tomatoes, I went into Grim Reaper mode. I just, you know, it pissed me off. I'm, I'm going to say it. It pissed me off because, you know, this is a small garden and, you know, I want tomatoes, not leaves. <laughs> so I went into Grim, Grim Reaper mode and uh, just went after these things. And uh, I have to say, I, I need to take another video. Okay, so two videos. Got, I'm getting more work as I do this. Maybe another garden update. But if you look at the, if you look at videos of the plants today, these things, these plants have really responded. You know, they the videos show how they look when they were first trimmed up. Now it's been about a week or so. They've grown a good five inches or so, and that might be the time of year, but they have responded. There's new buds. They're really got a lot of buds now. There's been bees back in the garden, which is great. That's something else I'm going to talk to talk about in another podcast, but um, it's great to see bees working these things again. I wasn't seeing any of that, and that was really bothering me. I didn't see any of that for a while, so now we got buds back. We've got bumblebees back. Things are going. And part of this was stupid stuff Tom was doing. But um, part of this, too, was, um, you know, doing doing what I should getting back to doing what I should have done, getting back to pruning, getting rid of some hornets. You know, it's some good things. So uh, don't worry if with this pruning thing, you know, you'll take those side stems, you take the suckers, the wounds from pruning heal quickly. These plants, they're they're strong, they're tough, and uh, they'll respond pretty well. So, um, you know, now I've got more buds. Really excited about that. I'll put together something. Uh, at the same time, that cherry tomato plant, that is now over seven feet tall. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about that. I like, I've I've had tomato plants that have gotten up to 15 feet tall, and they've been productive. So this, this just is a confirmation that, hey, this is doing the right thing. So pruning works. Give it a try. Uh, keep those plants trimmed up and sucker free. I think you'll be amazed uh, by the production. I've had a lot of people, small town homestead, uh, regen ag Facebook groups, my own groups, uh, different people around the net have said that pruning, pruning works. Thank you for posting this. There's another group, tinyfields.org. They've their small group or they've got small gardens right here in the Twin Cities in my neighborhood. They were thanking me for posting this because uh, they do that or they are starting to do that. And they're seeing results. Adam Rapier from Colorado said in the Small Scale Life Facebook group, he said, I did that. He, he pruned his tomatoes last year and he had more tom- tomatoes than he knew what to do with. This year, no pruning, not so good on production. So that is something to keep in mind. Um, get out there. Prune. Just if you've got a bunch of these tomatoes, just take one. Take one at a time on one day, you know, and just work on it. Prune it down. Alex, take a start pruning those tomatoes down and you'll see better production on your tomatoes. Those peppers will see the sun again. Get rid of those low, those low branches. Get rid of those things. Give it a try. You know, if you need clippers, go to the store, order them up. It's all through Amazon. It's all legit. Um, Give it a shot or just take a knife, scissors, whatever you got. Get out there and prune. So just don't damage the main stem, okay? (laughs) So see what happens. Let me know. Give me some feedback. Let me know what happens in about a week after you do this. And let me know what you see. 
Okay, so that's all I got for you on this podcast. Remember, uh, we do have the Gardening Gateway. If you want to know more about gardening, check out the Gardening Gateway on smallscalelife.com. It's the gardening tab. I just call it the Gardening Gateway because it sounds cool. But uh, there's a lot of resources there um, about starting plants. We've got some blight. We've got pests. We've got now this, you know, uh, pruning up tomatoes talk about vertical gardening and a bunch of other stuff so go there go check that out and remember hit the uh, kit.com slash small scale life that's where we're going to post up some new things we've got a new affiliate rolling out Woo-hoo. lots happening we got some interviews coming up too we got some really good stuff and uh, for those of you friends who are friends with Captain Lumber Squatch Greg Burns he's got a little secret project he's working on that's going to be rolling out very soon really excited to help promote that and uh He's also did a podcast with me and my friend Jay and and, uh, and and Greg, and it was a really, really excellent podcast. So we're going to try. I thought I would roll that out this week. It's probably going to be next week. I want to kind of sync it up with his special project, too. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, we're into August. We got a lot of canning to do, a lot of preserving to do. Um, we're starting to see beans in the garden. We're seeing tomatoes in the garden. We're getting pulled out a big kohlrabi zucchini. Woo woo. Got a zucchini. So things are happening. It's time to switch into harvest mode and pre- preservation mode. This is a different mode than just planting everything. Oh, and then we got to talk about fall planting too. We're in about in a week or so, we're going to be dropping some stuff into the ground for fall crop. And, um, I'm going to be looking at some cover crop ideas you know, try to improve the health of the soil because I have seen results of improving health of the soil with uh, beans and peas and such. So cover crop is going to happen, especially with rebuilding the garden next year and using some of the soil. I want to have really healthy, really strong soil, really great soil to put into these new beds. So it's all coming. It's all happening. So stay tuned here on Small Scale Life, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you soon. Uh, This is Tom from Small Scale Life. Remember to learn, do, and grow, and we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. (music) 